Welcome to the Grow Your Business and Grow Your Wealth podcast with Gary Helt. Gary is an expert in helping business owners put together a plan that will provide a better future for their businesses, themselves, and their families. On the podcast, Gary interviews other professionals who share his vision, and together they share secrets and strategies any business owner can use to build a better financial foundation for your business and your life. Welcome back to the podcast. This week, our guest is Filippo Su, who is the managing partner at Blue Dots Partners. Welcome. Thank you, Gary. Thanks for having me on your show. Great. So, Philippe, you have um, you have a very large background here. Um, you know, you have a couple PhDs. Um, one of them's in physics. You've done a lot of uh, things with uh, businesses and helping businesses grow. Um, one of the one of the many businesses that you worked with was Apple, and helping them in their e-commerce going from zero to as we see it at, as today. Um, what made you go from getting your PhD in physics to working in business? Yeah, it's a great question. I, uh, I really like people. I, I, I like building relationships and friendships with people. And when you do research in physics, um, you work in a very deep and narrow groove. They're, they're very, you know, maybe 100, 200 people in the world that really understand what you're doing because it's very, very specialized. And um, and so therefore, you don't really interact with a lot of people. You don't really meet a lot of people. And um, so I always wanted to do business, but I was always loved physics. So I said, well, how do I do both? And, and the idea was, well, why don't I go through a physics, you know, curriculum and do my PhD? Um, and then I transitioned to business. And there were... Um, really one key reason which is that i think that if you think in terms of physics and you look at the world from that perspective the way you look at the world is quite different from most people who don't have that background mm -hmm. and so it gives me an edge and an advantage because i tend to look at things quite differently from the majority of people because of my physics background because i think about physics and so that that is really an advantage the other thing is I really wanted to understand what it means to do research in physics or in chemistry or in math. And it's like I was thinking, when you get up in the morning, what do you do? You get up and you do research. Well, what, how does that mean? How does that creative process really work? And I was really intrigued by that. And this is why I wanted to finish my PhD and really get a good sense of what it means to do research in, in, you know, in physics or in math and in, in other fields. Yeah. So a lot of um, what you've done for companies is is grow their top line, mm -hmm. um, you know, and you've done that kind of different than a lot of other, uh, I'm going to call it growth coaches, if you want to call it. Um, mm -hmm. And one of the things is you've, you've written a book, uh, Aligning the Dots. How mm -hmm. does this business growth book uh, differ from the other traditional books that are out there? Yeah, it's a great question. There is, um, it is very different. Um, I've been on the board of 23 companies. I'm on two boards right now. And the companies always struggle with what do we do on Monday morning at eight o'clock to grow or to grow faster. Right. And and it's a deceptively simple question, but really hard to answer. It's, it's very much similar to what do I do on Monday morning at eight o'clock to be a good parent? Well, you don't even know where to start, right? You can read books, you can 
But at the end of the day, you're going to have to figure it out. And every company and every child is different. Um, and the traditional way of solving that problem is to focus very quickly on sales because the top line revenue is dollar, is, is revenue. And people always think, well, I'm not going fast enough because I'm not selling enough, which is which is true. But the reason they're not selling enough is not necessary because their salespeople, the way they sell is wrong. And so the traditional way is to, well, you know, let's just hire the new VP of sales. Let's change our sales force. Let's, let's tweak our compensation package. Let's give discounts. You know, let's offer discounts. So pricing is really not really well thought out. Um, and, and what I realized, oh, let's try a new marketing thing or let's change our logo. I mean, those kinds of things. And those things really never work in my, at least in my experience. And the reason is because they don't fundamentally answer the question on why are you not growing as fast as you'd like. And so I realized that one day, and it was the big epiphany I had uh, a few years ago, which was that the maximum growth rate of any business, regardless of what the business is, where it operates, or how big it is, that maximum growth rate can only be achieved when the business and its target market are perfectly aligned. So it's fundamentally a matter of alignment, and it's because the business is misaligned somewhere that it's not growing as fast as it could. And then the next question is, well, what does it mean to be aligned? And, and that's really what the book is all about. And, and how do you rectify and identify those misalignments? Um, so it's a very, very different approach from the traditional way of thinking about growing faster for any business. So what are some of the, the you know, you're saying to, you know, that the, the business and the, the sales need to be aligned with, you know, your, your, tar, your target and stuff. What are some of the mistakes or the, the biggest mistakes that you're seeing businesses do that are making them misaligned? Well, there are there are four types of alignment, and, and I can go through them very quickly to kind of frame this discussion. One is that the pain of the customer and the claim that the business makes have to be aligned. So if you come to me, Gary, and you say, I have a headache and I show you a stomachache peel, well, your pain and my claim are clearly not aligned. You will never buy my peel and you shouldn't. Right. The second misalignment is the way the claim is expressed, which is the marketing, the messaging, the positioning, and the way the claim is understood, which is the perception. Sometimes those two things are misaligned. And if they are, you're not going to grow as fast as you can. So imagine I have a peel for your headache but I describe it to you in Korean and you don't understand, you don't speak Korean, I'm assuming, mm -hmm. then you will never buy the pill because you're like, what the heck is this guy talking about? Even though it's the perfect pill for your headache, right. you're gone in 10 minutes. So that's the second axis. The third one is the way customers want to buy and the way the product is sold in the marketplace have to be aligned. So imagine I said, Gary, I've got the pill for your headache, but I'm in the Bay Area, you have to fly to San Francisco to get it. You're going to say, well, wait a minute, there's a pharmacy just down the street from where I live. Why can't I just go to the pharmacy and pick up the pill? That's the third axis. And then the fourth axis, which is my favorite one, because I stole it out of, the, out of the Apple Playbook, is that the, 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 so I work directly for Steve Jobs, which is how I lost my hair, in case you have a woman. <laughs> but there are, there are a few really insightful lessons I learned from Steve. And one of them really struck me and became the foundation of this fourth axis of alignment. And Steve really made me realize that there is one and only one business on this entire planet. 
I understood that everybody is in the exact same business. There are not two or three or four or million businesses. There's only one. And that unique business is the manufacturing and delivery of delight. So let me repeat this because this is really fundamental. There's yeah. only one business planet, no matter what you do, is that you have to deliver and 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 delight your customers. That's the business you're in. Right. And so the fourth axis of alignment is the alignment between the expected delight and what you actually, what the company actually delivers to its customers. Those two things have to be aligned. So imagine if you finally get my PL for your headache, you know, you swallow it and after a while your headache is persistent and you have you start to feel dizzy and you don't feel better. Well, obviously that's not what you expected. Right. So there's a misalignment between what you expected and what I actually delivered to you. So the four universal axes of alignment, and they are truly universal, they apply to any business, is that the pain of the customer and the claim the business makes have to be aligned, that the perception of the customer and the expression of the claim, which is the messaging, have to be aligned, that the way customers want to buy and the way you sell have to be aligned, and what your customer expect in terms of their life and what you actually deliver to them have to be aligned. And if you perfectly align your business along those four axes of alignment, you will reach the maximum possible growth rate within your target market. And so to answer your question, to go back to your question is, well, what, what, what mistakes do they make? Well, they are misaligned in one of those, in one or several of those four axes, which is why they are not growing as fast as they can. So that's why you're saying that, you know, lots of times, you know, people will go in and replace salespeople or do their logo or whatever long-term that doesn't cure the problem. Sometimes that's just a, a short-term fix, but they still haven't sat back and, and done the, the four alignments that you're talking about. That's correct. You have to step back and you have to say, which of those four axes am I misaligned? And then you can put together a growth playbook, as we call it, which is an action plan that will tell you what to do. But starting by changing yourself was you haven't studied by the beginning, which is to answer the question, where am I misaligned and why? And then you can fix it. And that's why the traditional methods don't work because you're kind of blind. You're trying things, but you don't really know fundamentally why. Yeah, this is, I mean, this is definitely conceptually much different than than any other type of uh, business growth that I've ever, you know, read or, or learned about uh, because so many times it's just like, go, 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 go. You know, you got to work harder. You got to do more. You got to do more type thing and not sitting back and and making sure that everything is aligned properly. That's right. That's exactly right. So from a conventional wisdom standpoint, this is definitely different um, than most um, processes that are out there. Yeah, I mean, I, I let's put it this way. I've never found a company or a consulting organization that does it this way. And right. then we're actually going much further, which is we measure those four axes of alignment from zero to 100%. We've developed a dozen of tools. So we're very data-driven. We're very analytical at Blue Dots. And we can measure those coefficients of alignment. And by measuring then, that's how we understand exactly what the company is misaligned. And then we can deliver the growth playbook. So it's not just figuring, just thinking you're misaligned on the second axis is actually, well, my alignment on the second axis is 62.3%. So I have like almost 40% to change. Right. And because I did that measurement, I know uh, where the misalignments come from. So it's a bit like you're looking at an X-ray, you see a line on the bone and I'm telling you, I said, look, you have a fracture. That's what's going on. Well, if I don't take the X-ray, it's really hard to figure out that you have a fracture. You can have so many other things. 
So the measurement and the tools are really critical because that's what gives you the blood work results and, and the, the cell counts, you know, and the oxygen level and all that stuff. And if you don't do that, it's really hard to, it's really hard to, to help the patient. Right. Now, um, Philippe, most of our, our clients that um, our clients, but then also our listeners, many of them are, are I'm going to say small business. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we're not, not Apple or Cisco yep. or any of these. Right. Um, how do we take what you're doing um, and apply this to our business because, you know, again, you're talking about taking these measurements and doing these different things. How can someone in a small business be able to, um, you know, take your book and apply this to their business? Yeah, so it works exactly the same way. I think the only difference is that they may not be able to measure it at the level of precision that we like from a statistical standpoint because they may not have you know, a thousand customers, maybe they only have 20 or 30 or 50 or 100. But even with 20 or 50, you can still talk to them and you can still measure the alignments based on the interviews and and the questions you ask. The principles themselves, the four principles of alignment apply exactly the same way. In fact, I, you know, I'm in Silicon Valley. I talk to a lot of entrepreneurs that are just have an idea and they come to me and say, well, I've got this idea. Should I start a company? Should I start a business? And I always run them through the four axes and that always highlights, you know, some weaknesses and some things that they haven't thought about. So I think the principle of alignment apply at the very beginning. It doesn't matter how big or small you are. Now, the measurement and the pressure of measurement is, is you know, higher if you have more customers. Not so much the revenue number, not the dollar amount, but how many customers you have. Because if you're doing $10 million in revenue with three customers, then you cannot really measure statistically. But if you're doing you know, half a million dollars with 2000 customers, then you can actually measure. Right, right. I mean, your sample size, you know, matters. again, going back to your physics background, your sample size makes it makes a big difference. That's right. Um, You know, the, 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 the four precision alignment that you're talking about, um, that methodology um, seems to, to be something that you've used throughout your career mm-hmm. um how i guess in your book and uh you know in your guy on your guys website and stuff like that are, are resources to help people with this um how as a um as a small business um is this something you would continue working with someone that that's a small business with this or do you have strategic partners that help with this? How does that how does that work? Well, we engage directly with the CEO of the company. Okay. So the CEO contacts us and says, "Well, I'm, I'm growing at that rate. I, I am, or I'm flat, or I'm even decreasing my business. I want to understand what's going on." Um, so they hire us. We do we do a full assessment and measurement of those four axes, and then we deliver a growth playbook, which is again this action plan, and that tells them what to do on Monday morning at eight o'clock. Whether they implement it or not is up to them, not up to us. So it's like we're a doctor, we're going to give a a prescription. If the patient says, well, I don't really like those pills, we said, that's fine, don't take them, but you're probably not going to grow. And that's up to you. Um, So that's how we engage. We tend to work with larger companies, but but we do work with smaller companies as well that have a high growth potential and that want to grow faster. Mm -hmm. Um, I I think one of the, you know, one of the things that's important um, you know, in, in going through this is like you've said, you've worked with people who just have started out with an idea 
and looking at this alignment and you've also done it with people that have been in business for a while so basically it's not too late to start now even if you've been in business for 15 or 20 years yeah i think that so we just you know to give you an example and this is this is an extreme we just finished an engagement two weeks ago of a company that's doing 12 and a half billion dollars in revenues publicly traded now that's not the typical customer right now, our typical customers is 10 million to a few hundred million dollars, but there's many, many companies below 10 million that are just starting. And I always tell them, I said, the four axis of alignment are really critical. And in fact, you're in a better position because as you're young, you can easily adapt and change. It's very hard to move a billion dollar business, really hard. But if you're doing, you know, half a million dollars and you have, you know, 20 or 30 customers and you want to go to the next level, then in a way, you're in a better position to be successful because your ability to change and not be content with the status quo is much, much higher. And and we see that all the time. And startups, they don't have revenue. So for us, it's hard to help them because we we have to start somewhere. But I do I do tell them, you know, to read the book and watch my TED Talk and say, really think about those four axes. You know, you don't need to work with us. You need to hire us, but you need to think about it very hard. It's like, can you define your pain, the pain of your customers in one sentence? Can you define, you know, the target market? How many people have that pain? And how do you how do you get in touch with them? How do you engage with them? That's your go-to-market strategy. And then can you describe your claim in one sentence? And then can you prove that it's unique? Can you prove that it works? How do you how do you support it? Do you have examples? Are any any other companies making the same claim? And are their claim better than yours? And maybe they are, and that's okay. But we have to understand why. So the the thinking process is really important and it's the same regardless of the size of the company. Now, if somebody implements this and they, they do what you're talking about doing, how often do you recommend that they kind of take that step back to look to make sure that, they, that they've kept this alignment? Yeah, it's a really good question because there are two reasons misalignments get introduced. One is because the market is changing and we live in a very dynamic market. So you're aligned and then the market changes on you and then you have to realign. And sometimes right. you don't even realize the market has changed. And it's like, well, why am I not growing? Well, it's because the way people buy now is completely different from the way they used to buy even six months ago. Right. So that's one one example. The other one is uh, what I call the, the enforced error in tennis, which is you're making a mistake, you, you, you're you missing a shot, but there's no reason you missed a shot. You were there, you anticipated, and somehow you missed it. Um, and company gets misaligned because they make mistakes. They, they, they make a change that makes them become misaligned. So the misalignment is not created by the external force, not the market, but it's created by their own doings. Right. Uh, so to answer your question, I think a good a good rhythm is to do this every year, once a year. It's like every year, I think you should step back and maybe you do a retreat with your executive team, but you step back and said, okay, let's let's just, you know, last year we were nine, we were happy, but what changes have we made that perhaps made us misaligned or has the market dynamic change so that we need to be aware of that. Um, this is not something you do every month, but at least once a year, it's a good, It's I think it's a good cadence. So, and then, I mean, obviously, you know, we, we COVID was a couple of years ago, still, uh, you know, I, I think we all saw where that changed the market and it really changed people's alignment. Um, sure. Even though mm-hmm. you thought that you were changing to to stay with it, you weren't. Yeah. Um, how has um, how has that changed your thought on, you know, 
the 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 four um, you know pieces of alignment. Well, it's like it it really hasn't changed anything. In fact, it reinforced it, which is a prime example of a market very quickly dynamically changed. And then the companies that have embraced that change and understood and start using tools and reorganize themselves to work in a way where employees are not coming to the office anymore. Those companies have been thriving and have been doing really well. And so COVID is really was a really interesting case study for us because it's like, okay, this is an example where the market dramatically changes almost over time, overnight, right. something that nobody has really foreseen. And then we looked around and we said, well, those companies are, are understood, have understood that market change and they have reconfigured themselves very quickly and very successful. And then companies that are just, just panicked and froze and were not able to realign. And those companies have suffered and haven't grown as much as they could have. Right. Um, I, we, we've covered a lot of stuff here quickly. And it's like, you know, I find this, the business side of this, you know, fascinating and mm -hmm. the alignment and, and you know, I've li listened to your, to your TED talk. Um, and it's like, you know, it's definitely making me kind of stop and, and rethink um, yeah. my business and okay really what is it that um that i want to do so there's there's definitely going to be some realignment going on for me here um what question have i not asked you that you wish i had well you didn't ask me why i was so crazy to make it you know to jump a thousand times out of an oh. airplane uh, you know um actually i love you know skydiving is i have this example and in fact it's the last 30 seconds of my ted talk which i think are breathtaking at least for me yes um which is, you know, this alignment about, about skydiving. Um, and that a particular alignment, and I, I won't explain why it is because I want people to watch it. Right, exactly. The video is so much better than me describing it. <laughs> that alignment is a matter of death and life. And, and, right. and somehow it makes you realize that a small misalignment introduced into that endeavor would result in the death of somebody. And, and that, I think, is a really good example of, of why alignment is so critical. And in fact, if you look around you, you realize that alignment is everywhere. If you have, you know, if you look at a brain surgeon, the alignment of the tool and what he's doing during the operation is critical. If you look at the, uh, the, the orbital station, the alignment, you know, when you calculate the trajectory is really critical. Uh, if you look at the blue angels, I mean, they are 18 inches apart, okay. well, they better be aligned. So if you really think about alignment, it, it's really everywhere around us. And, and um, we live in, an, in a world where alignment is so critical. Yeah. I mean, it, what I find fascinating about what you've done, um, because again, like you said, I mean, alignment is around us, but I've never seen anybody from a business standpoint put it out there like you have, um, mm -hmm. because it is. There, there are so many different things um, that need to be aligned for, for a business to be successful, yeah. but nobody's looked at it the way that, that you're looking at it. Mm -hmm. So I, I, to me, that's, you know, very interesting. Um, and, and I'm looking forward to learning more. Um, if, if people like what they hear, um, how can they, you know, reach out to you, um, find your Ted talk, find your book, find you. Yeah, so I mean, the best is just to use my first and last name, Philippe Buissou, and uh, my TED Talk is on YouTube, so you just do a search on my name, you'll find it immediately. Um, my book is on Amazon, you'll find it immediately as well, it's called Aligning the Dots, as you mentioned. Um, and if they want to reach out to me, I mean, the best way is to connect with me on LinkedIn, 
And they can also go on our website, which is bluedotspartners.com with an S at the end of dot and an S at the end of partners. So it's bluedotspartners.com. And then they will find more information and even case studies of how we how we use this alignment methodology to help businesses grow faster. Great. Philippe, I really appreciate your time. Likewise. I you know the the wisdom that you have uh when it comes to, to business growth is is unparalleled in my opinion. Um so I really appreciate your time. Yeah, thank you so much for inviting me on your show. You have a great show and and um thank you so much again for helping you know share this idea of alignment and growth. Great, thank you. This Thanks, week, man. our guest was Philip Boshu, who is the managing partner with Blue Dots Partners. Thank you, and I'll see you. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.